to another episode of Fill Your Soul. My name is Paige. And I'm Chantal. And today we have a special guest, Alex. I know last episode we talked about remote work and all things remote work, how to find it, platforms to search for, um, and companies hiring. So I actually met Alex through LinkedIn, uh, which is a super powerful network. Um, and he is one of the thought leaders around remote work. So super excited to have you on today, Alex. Uh, so if you want to tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, uh, we are really excited for everyone to meet you. Yes, of course. First of all, thanks for inviting me, girls. Uh, you know, it's nice to, to talk again. And um, yeah, uh, just to introduce myself quickly, so I'm, I'm, uh, I'm Alex, I'm French. I live in Spain for three years now. I'm 36. Uh, and uh, three years ago, I uh, co-founded a startup called Jobgether. And what we are doing today with Jobgether, we are a job search engine dedicated to remote work. So today, as an example, we have nearly 70,000 uh, remote job offers. You know, we have almost a million people uh, connecting to the website every month looking for remote jobs. And what we do quite differently is we don't show you um, remote job offers from companies in the same country as you. We are showing you remote job offers from companies able to hire you where you are, whether you are in the US, in Europe, or, you know, doesn't matter where you are. Um, so you really have access to a lot of, of, you know, job offers from companies from all over the world, really. That's really interesting that you guys connect people from like other countries, because that was something we talked about in our last podcast episode that you apply to jobs, but they don't hire people from your country. So that kind of actually eliminates that issue, which is really awesome and kind of like a cool experience when you're applying. I mean, remote, you know, I, I read a lot of people saying, oh, we, we super flexible. We allow remote work from, you know, we are a French company and we allow re remote from France. That's good, but that's not amazing. You know, that's not being that flexible because if you're working remotely, technically you can work from anywhere. Then of course you have some, you know, uh, legal reasons, like admin reasons where you might not be able to hire people from anywhere, but remote today shouldn't have borders. You know, you should be able to be an American company hiring people from, you know, Spanish people living in Thailand. This is what we thought. This is our conception of, of remote. And this is why when we launched Jobgether, we really wanted to be a global platform and not just you know, a platform of like remote from, you know, a country. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. And then your background before starting this, were you in an office or have you always been remote? <laughs> it was very traditional. I used to, uh, I used to live and work in London for many years um, as a, you know, a headhunter, like very traditional headhunting company, all style suits and tie. And I had to shave every day and I had to go to the office every day. And we had to start at eight zero zero. So yeah, really like old school uh, management. Um, and yeah, it was spending what an hour forty minutes in the tube every morning and every night. Sometimes I think of, you know, I never thought how stupid and crazy it was because just that was the only way. 
you know, we knew that just people were getting on the tube in the morning to go to the to, to an office. Um, so yeah, it was a big shift when I quit my job uh, a week before COVID. I, I quit my job, and then I moved to Spain and started JobGether. So we are obviously a fully remote company. Um, so yeah, <laughs> nine years of of like in an office with a suit and a tie to full remote uh, completely changed my life yeah, for the better. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, you don't really realize how much time you spend like commuting and all the time in between the office space. Um, could you talk about like the pivot? Like, was it because of COVID that made you kind of switch into remote or like what was the pivot moment where you're like, I want to have more flexibility and kind of be able to work from anywhere? I I didn't quit because of, of lack of flexibility. I realized that later that I, <laughs> I was not having any flexibility. Um, no, I just quit my job because, you know, I was in a company for nine years. I just had enough of job. Um, I was living in Paris at the time and I didn't like Paris. And uh, we had a project to move to Spain. Um, so, you know, we're just at the right time. I mean, I in a way, I thought it was the right time to quit. But then a week later, we had the lockdown, which I was like, okay, maybe that was not the perfect time to quit. But um, um, and then during lockdown, I met, so he, like, he met through Zoom, like, like today <laughs> with you girls. Uh, I met Juan, who's one of my co-founders today. I met uh, met him on Zoom, and we decided to to launch JobGether. Uh, obviously, without meeting each other, knowing each other, and because we were both, you know, locked into our flats in in Brussels and Paris, we had no choice but to make it remote. And then we started like this, and then we thought it was it was great, and and you know, so naturally we became a fully remote company, like you know, from day one. That's amazing. I think there's like a lot of perks of remote work and we've talked on our episodes about like some of our like favorite parts of working remotely. What would you say are your favorite differences from like office to working remote and like that flexibility that you said you realized later on after going fully remote? I think the main one is, um, you know, for many years we had to, um, adapt our lifestyle to our job. Today, with remotes or with flexibility in general, you can adapt your job to your lifestyle. And, you know, everyone has its own lifestyle. Um, for example, for me, I want to go and walk my daughter to school in the morning and she starts at nine o'clock. If I was to be in an office at nine o'clock, I couldn't do it. With remotes, with, you know, um, the fact that I work for... <laughs> a flexible company, I can take her to school and I can just go back home and start at like 9.20 in the morning without anyone telling me anything. Um, so for me, this is probably the, the best perk that you can you can have is really decide what's best for you. You know, I always think one day someone say, we need to walk from nine to six. But some people wake, wake up early and would probably rather walk at 7 a.m. Some people wake up late, like me, and would probably prefer to work at 10 o'clock. And I, I, I like to work at night, you know. Or some people want to go to the gym at lunchtime, you know. But for some reason, you were just one size fits all before, nine to six for everyone with a, an hour lunch break. Today with remote, people can really adapt their, 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 their timetable the way, the way they want. They don't need to take a day off because they kid is is off sick in the morning and of course then you have you know perks like um you know being able to choose where 
do you like working, whether it's at home, whether it's at co-working, whether it's in the office, you know, and remote doesn't mean it's against the office. For me, being remote is really the power of choice and the power of choosing what's best for you. Yeah. And I, I think too, being able to test out working different time zones is super powerful because working for a US based company like that nine to five is the typical time that people work. But since we mm -hmm. both started traveling for like almost a year and a half now, we've tested out all different time zones. Like we worked Hawaii hours, which was like crack of dawn in the morning, waking up at like 3.30 a.m. That wasn't something that worked. And then switching more to like Europe time zone. And now we're in South Africa where I find like I work my best at night. So it's really great, like you said, to like have that freedom of like, when do you work best? Like, do you like to sleep in? Do you like to work late? And then being able to schedule in like picking your daughter up from school or workouts that like make you more productive and creative. Yeah. And I mean, of course, if you are, you know, a salesperson working in the US market and you live in Europe, you're going to have no choice but to work at night. But actually, for a lot of jobs like tech, marketing, finance, um, you know, even sales, like to some extent, you don't have to work, you know, the same time as, as your colleagues based in the US, for example. For us, it was not easy. Um, it's not an easy thing to do, but now we really know how to work asynchronously, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, we use Discord. Um, it's similar to Slack um, internally. And I think before, and I think in general, people believe that when they have a question, they, they need an answer straight away. That is wrong. You almost never need an answer straight away. So working asynchronously, works fine you just need to have this flexibility in your mind to to accept that people won't reply to you straight away uh, so for example i'm going to work on a project i'm going to fill my you know my, my google docs share it to my colleague my colleague might be in bogota well if it's i don't know 9 a.m for me it's 3 a.m for him so he's going to reply to me in the afternoon and that's fine um so i think when you work with teams in different time zones, like, like we do, you need to work asynchronously. Uh, and as soon as you are fine with it, everything is just so easy and you can just hire people anywhere. You can let your people travel. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and it just works fine. Then you have a question on when do you meet and how do you meet, which is a, another topic. But, um, but yeah, asynchronous work really makes remote work very easy. Yeah, I think that's a really good point because flexibility is really important and people are in like different work hours, but like having that clear communication between like colleagues and like people you're working with of like, I'm not going to be available this time, but like a lot of the times people like miss that communication, but as long as you have that up front, then it goes a lot smoother. Yeah, communication is key uh, when you work remotely. I mean, it's also key when you work in an office, but I think it's even more important when you work remotely. Um, and communication can be written communication, you know, you can do meetings, can be face-to-face -face sometimes, but yeah, without a good communication strategy, remote work is, is complicated. Yeah. And you talked a bit about like asynchronous work. What would you say? And I know you talked to like founders of companies that are fully remote. You are one yourself, like people that are listening who want to apply and land a remote job 
from your advice, like what would you say is something that makes people stand out within like an applicant pool where it's becoming more and more like desirable to be remote? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a good point. Um, first of all, I think, you know, working, I mean, when we say working remotely, that could be working fully remote, you know, where you are never going to the office. You can be working remotely two to three days a week, which is like a hybrid model, or you can be working like on a remote first model, which, which means that there's an office where you live, but you just don't have to go every week. You just go whenever you want. So first of all, you need to decide what do you want? Do you want to go to the office every, every, every week? Do you want to work for remote? Or do you want to be a digital, digital nomad, nomad and keep traveling? Um, if you never worked remotely before, I think you just need to know that you need to be ready because at the end of the day, you're going to be working like physically alone. I mean, physically, because then you are in touch with your colleague, but physically you're alone. When you're used to work like in a big open space with 200 people, that could be a, of a shock. Um, what I always say is you need to be, an, an, and uh, so to actually answer your question is, what I just say now is make sure you actually mention that to the company that you know what working remotely means, you are ready for it, you have the right setup in your house, don't work in your kitchen table if you can. You know, I think separate where you walk to where you eat, you yeah. know, it's, 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 it's a good point. Um, and uh, how to stand out is, in my opinion, so yeah, making sure the, the company you apply to knows that you've done your research, you're ready for that. Um, if you are, um, if you have experience with remote, of course, you know, mention that if you are already working asynchronously, mention that. And if you already know the tools that you can use to work remotely, like Slack, Discord, you know, Google Meet, stuff like that, also mention it. If the company knows that you are ready to work remotely, that's going to be a big point for you. Um, and then my second point to answer your question would be, make sure you tell the company that you want to work remotely for the right reasons. What I mean by that is, for example, I could say, I want to work remotely because I want to take my daughter to school, you know, and because I want to pick her up at, you know, 4.50, for, 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 for example, or I want, to, I want to be traveling. And that's what's going to make me happy, you know. If you remove my, my chance to pick up my daughter in the morning, I won't be happy and I probably won't be staying that long. So, yeah, explain that some, in my opinion, explain that that's something that you've actually thought and give the right reasons for for being like a remote employee, uh, especially today, probably 90%, I would say, with my guess, 90 or 95% of companies are not that good with remote just yet. They're not really structured for it. So in most cases, in a way, you're going to have to fight for working remote. So come with, you know, strong arguments. Yeah, I think that's an amazing point of like telling people your intentions and like why you want the opportunity to work remote and kind of like your skill sets with that. Um, mm -hmm. We've talked about it before about how lucky our generation is that remote work has started to become upcoming and we have the opportunity to travel kind of and work from anywhere. 
Um, what are your thoughts on the future of remote work? I, I don't think, you know, that will go away. <laughs> um, even if, you know, Elon Musk or people like him believe that. Um, no, I think, you know, and, and, and we, we are saying that today, you know, when, when I think it was Apple uh, who just said, uh, no, Amazon uh, a few few weeks ago say, oh, now we're going to stop remote. It's going to be hybrid for everyone. In like a week, 16,000 employees signed a petition to to to, um, uh, to basically say that, you know, they, they're not happy with it. Um, people, COVID gave us one good thing. It was the fact that we realized, everyone, that we can, we don't have to be physically in office to work. People have, have moved out of big cities. People have bought houses outside cities like me. You know, I live outside of Madrid. Um, and people have, re, have, have, have found new ways of, of balancing the life between the, the personal life and the work life. And people don't want to give that away. So I think remote is here to stay. I don't think full remote will be the norm. You know what I mean? Full remote is without offices. It will have more and more companies going fully remote, but I don't think that will be the majority. I think the majority will be, uh, you know, hybrid. And I think they have to be they have to be hybrid, minimum. Even though, in my opinion, they should go remote first. That means they shouldn't force people to come to to an office. Um, I think having an office is great but the office shouldn't be a place to work only anymore. And I have good examples of company where the office is not a place to work only. The office is a place to meet, which I think is great because you need, I mean, we are social people. We need to meet people. And I would, you know, I, I go to a co-working once a week and I would happily go, if we had an office in Madrid, I would happily go to an office from time to time to meet people. But to send emails, I don't need to be in an office. Mm -hmm. So yeah, this is what I think that flexibility will keep increasing. We, we will keep increasing. Uh, and we will see more and more stuff like the four day week or the nine, uh, the nine day uh, fourth week, I think it's called. Um, uh, we will see more and more of like unlimited holidays, you know, very flexible hours, asynchronous work. Work will be more and more flexible. Um, yeah, for sure. I agree. I think, I do think remote work is the future. And if you use Alex's platform and keep listening to this podcast, <laughs> really here to stay. Um, thank you for sharing that. I, we like to end every episode with our guests with a favorite quote. Uh, so what is your favorite quote that you kind of live by um, or that motivates you that you can share with the listeners? Um, the one I like is uh, fortune uh, favors the board. Uh, you know, if you want good thing in your life, take risk. Not easy, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> not many people do that. But uh, yeah, I, I really believe in that because every time I took risk, good things happened to me. Yeah, risks are difficult, but there's usually a lot of reward in that. So exactly. how can any of the, our listeners get in touch with you? What's the LinkedIn. Best that's, yeah, that's the only social network I use, really, LinkedIn, so they can just um, follow me or connect with me. And if, if they have questions, um, normally I answer all the questions. Um, so yeah, LinkedIn is the best, and it's Alex uh, Hernandez. 
Amazing. And we made uh, a document that we had out last episode and we actually have Alex's LinkedIn on it. So you can go onto that document. It's in our Instagram bio and on our last episode. Um, and it's linked out. So it's easy enough for you guys to find him. Uh, but thank you so much, Alex, for being on today. Um, I'm sure people will be connecting with you. Uh, but really excited uh, for the next episode um, and talk to you all soon.